Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Episode 4. Narcissism isn't a dirty word. So far in the Lambo Lawyer, we've heard from people who hate Peter, and there's been a few that love Peter. We've heard a few stories of him saving lives, and a little bit about his ex-wives. There's been tragedy in Peter's life with the passing of his twin boys. In this episode, we're going to hear from Peter's third wife, Yonder, and we're going to try and dig into his narcissism and try to understand what drives it. And we're going to experience Peter as a real-life movie star. Yep, it's true. Peter was cast in a movie. More about that in a moment. But for now, let's talk about Peter's love life and his current wife, Yonder. It's interesting. Yonder describes our relationship to other people and our friends as kite-flying. She sees me as a kite and she's holding the spool of string and she lets the kite fly high into the sky for as high as I want, as far as I want, as long as I want but she knows that ultimately she can pull this kite back to earth with the string that she's controlling. That's how she describes it. She's in control of the kite. Yes, she's (laughs) she's ultimately in control of the kites. How long have you been together for now with Yonder? Oh look, Yonder was 1997 I think I met her a year before the handover and I was still juggling other women when I met her and eventually I came back to Australia in 2003. She followed me here not long after and we got married in Oz and I put my playboy lifestyle behind me after I married my beautiful third wife. Is she it? No number four? She's it. She's it, mate. She's it. Out of all the relationships I've had, there have been a few. She's the absolute ultimate best. She's not only my wife, she's my best friend and she's my soulmate. She taught me how to have empathy for other people and she taught me how to pull my head in. She helped me pull my head in and taught me to pull my head out of my own ass. How does she deal with your narcissistic behaviour? Well, look... Does she, she call you on it? Yeah, she has. I mean, before I met Yonder, or before we married even, I was very arrogant and very cocky, very up myself, zero empathy for other people. And she actually taught me how to develop empathy for other people. And like I said, she taught me how to pull my head in. Because he loves talking. And he loved, like, uh, looking at the mirror, checking himself, uh, how beautiful the, uh, the, uh, the nose, the mouth, the face, 
I'll just let him do. And if he does too much, I will uh, I'll just walk walk away, and he will. You know, he, he realizes that he needs to stop. What do you love about Yonder? Oh, she's fantastic. She's my best friend. She's my soulmate. She's very strong. She's independent, gentle, warm, loving, supportive. Uh, everything any man had ever wanted in a woman. Is she allowed to drive the Lambo? No. No one. The insurance only covers me. She doesn't like driving in the Lambo. It scares the shit out of her. Not just the speed and the power, but she hates the attention. Wherever I go with a Lambo, crowds gather around, people take photos and want to talk to me and, and ask about the car and even more recently shake my hand when I took the government to court over the Lambo. But Yonder hates the attention. She's a retiring wallflower. She loves privacy. She loves fading into the background. She doesn't like attention, whereas I'm the opposite. I love attention. She doesn't. Later in this episode, we'll get Yonder's view on Peter and see if she feels the same. Is Peter like a kite that just floats in the wind? And she lets out the string, but always has a handle of how high he flies and where he flies to. Now, I'm not some sort of expert kite flyer, but I know that what you need to fly a kite is wind. And there's certainly a lot of wind in Peter Sales when he starts talking about some of the movies and TV shows that he's appeared in. I was scouted by Karina Lee, who was the producer and star of this gangster movie so we had a chat and she said would I like to be in their movie which they're going to start shooting on such and such a date and um, I'd done some stunt work in movies in my younger years I never acted in a movie but I did stunt work doing stunts fight scenes car crashes jumping out of buildings so I knew a bit, bit about how a movie set worked the movie was basically shot in a warehouse. It was a low-budget movie. They're going to enter in Tropfest. And it basically involved me playing the role of a muscle-bound gangster who drove a Lamborghini and carried a gun. And I was terrorising a number of hostages in this warehouse who were tied up and hooded. And we were holding them hostage. And then the cops raided the place and we all escaped. I hopped in the Lamborghini with Karina, the leading lady, and we accelerated up the hill at high speed with the cops chasing us. So it was good fun. It was a good movie. Do you fancy yourself as an actor? Not really. I, the only acting I've ever done is in the courtroom. You might have missed the movie called Crazy Love. It did have a premiere, but it wasn't in Hollywood or in Sydney. It was a little more low-key than that. The premiere of Crazy Love was in Gosford in regional New South Wales. And it got a lot of publicity because these days the media, every time I sneeze, the media seems to be all over it. You often hear stories all the time of actors being found in the strangest of places. In Peter's case... It was a pretty unlikely scenario. She scouted me in a KFC restaurant in Gosford one day. I was having lunch there and she came in with a friend, a girlfriend. They saw my Lamborghini outside and she approached me and uh, decided that I was finger-licking good 
<laughs> in the restaurant and decided that I would make a terrific gangster. Well, I saw the car and I was like, oh my God. And then when I saw Peter, I was like, oh my God, you would suit being a thug in the film. Yeah, so I guess this isn't a Hollywood blockbuster. Let's call it a passion project. Either way, I haven't been in a movie and Peter has. It's just another one of those crazy stories that Peter Larvac offers. It isn't the only movie that we talked about. Peter's good mate Bobby is apparently in talks with some big movie houses in the US about a Larvac life story. Bobby is negotiating at the moment, as we speak, with a Hollywood film production company, and they're pretty big. They've done some high-powered movies, and from everything I've been told, they are very, very keen to do a Hollywood movie about my life. And one of the reasons we're doing this podcast is to provide them with material that they can use to make a Hollywood movie about my life. And Bobby can tell you more about that than me because he's the one that's negotiating with them. Bobby's the best agent slash um, PR public relations manager I've ever seen. This guy has a network which is worldwide. He knows everybody, not just in Australia, but all over the world. If there's someone Bobby does not know, they're not worth knowing. If you were being played in a movie, who would play you as a younger Peter Larvick? Okay, well, we thought about um, we thought about Brad Pitt. He's got the looks and he's got the hair, but he's too skinny. He hasn't got the muscles. So then we decided on Chris Hemsworth, who's got the whole package. He's got the looks, the hair and the muscles. And what about uh, 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 Peter Larvick as you're a little older? Maybe Gerard Butler. Okay. He's pretty cool too. <laughs> From the silver screen to the smaller screen, Peter has had his fair share of TV appearances. He's appeared on A Current Affair. Criminal lawyer Peter is used to turning heads in his canary yellow Lamborghini, but his cheeky number plate has landed him in court. He says it's just a bit of fun and most people don't get it anyway. You decide. And also appeared on a special episode of the widely popular Insight. And this episode was right up Peter's alley. Hi, I'm Kumi Taguchi. Tonight on Insight, apparently we all know one, but who really is a narcissist? Well, I don't see anything particularly sinister or evil in being a narcissist. It's used completely incorrectly. It's used as a synonym for evil, essentially. Why do you use Instagram? It's how I make money. Because I was one of the first influencer type of people to be out there. When did you first realise your father might be a narcissist? I actually didn't. There's still such a stigma in society around providing any personality disorder diagnosis, but also specifically narcissistic personality. Sam, does that lack of empathy affect you and your relationship? Peter, thanks for being here after your surgery. Pleasure. You're a self-confessed narcissist. Why do you call yourself that? Well, all my friends reckon that I'm a narcissistic egomaniac, so it must be true. 
How often do others call you a narcissist? Oh, it's usually said tongue-in-cheek, but uh, basically uh, having a big ego is usually construed as narcissism, and I've always thought that uh, all criminal lawyers have a massive ego. Uh, you need a big ego to do battle in court. Can you tell the ladies and gentlemen of the jury what happened to the gun, if there ever was a gun? I don't remember what happened to the gun. See, you can't remember because you're telling us a pack of lies, aren't you? So you're a criminal barrister? Yes. Why do you think people call you a narcissist? Of course I am. <laughs> <laughs> How do you respond when they call you that? I take it as a compliment. As you can hear, Peter doesn't pull any punches. He's a straight shooter and doesn't mind the narcissistic tag. He actually wears it like a badge of honour. I wanted to chat to Peter's current wife, Yonda. Peter and Yonda met in Hong Kong, and that's currently where Yonda lives because of COVID. Oh, finally, you, you got me. I've got you. How are you going? Um, good, 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 good. Thanks. Firstly, the first question I have for you is, Yonda, what do you see in Peter? What do you love about him? He, he's handsome, very kind to, to me at the moment and to, to me generally and to my family because we all, uh, I've got my mum, she's elderly and, she, and my younger sister, she's autistic and she, he understands I need to spend a lot of time with them and will let me do whatever um, because the family is the first and he will let me yeah, look after them or spend time with them as much as possible and he understands family uh, it's very important to me uh, what about his ego so um, some people think Peter has a very large ego what do you think about that yeah he, he is yeah um, he is very mind, mindful about himself he loves himself very very much yeah but, so I, I don't my, I don't care about him, but as long as he loves me, yeah. And so, how do you? So as long as he's not hurting other, he's not, um, he's not hurting or harmful to other people. And so, when he is talking about himself a lot, and uh, how do you deal with that? Do you tell him off? He, I will just let him talk and talk because he loves talking. And he loved like uh, looking at the mirror, checking himself, uh, how beautiful the uh, uh, nose, the mouth, the face. I'll just let him do. And if he does too much, I'll uh, I'll just walk walk away, and he will. You know, he, he realizes that he needs to stop. What do you remember so about when you first met him? He he was very muscular. He very uh, hairy on his chest because he, he took his uh, shirt off. He was on his motorbike and he was attractive. I didn't say I love him in the first sight, but I like I liked him at the first sight because we met in, in a car park. Do you remember what he said to you that first time that you met him? He said, good day, but I, I can't remember <laughs> what he said. But I remember we exchanged uh, 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 name cards. 
And so Peter thinks of himself back in those days as a bit of a playboy, as a ladies' man. Is that how you saw him? Very, at the very beginning. But later on, as, as our relationship moved on, he told me he had a lot of girlfriends. Many, many, over a thousand. Sometimes a few at the same time. I, and then I thought, oh my God, this man, not very trusted. I couldn't rely on him and or too wild because he is a foreigner and my dream was to meet a foreigner and I tried to keep our relationship to see if he will change but to me uh, when we uh, when we were together, I didn't see him talking to other women, and he was quite loyal to me, and he called me quite often, and I thought, and I thought give him some time, and and maybe he will change, and. I didn't say anything about the women. I, I was just shocked. I found in, during my whole life I have got on much better with women than I have with men. And this was right from the age of 16. And some of the most beautiful friendships I've struck up in my life have been with women rather than with men. And um, I just find all women fascinating, all shapes, sizes, colours... Um, I, I just love women and some of them love me or have loved me in the past. You've had three cracks at it, so uh, yeah. two marriages and, and a third now. Yeah. Uh, what about those first two? All right, well, the first two marriages, I, um, I constantly cheated on both my first two wives. It wasn't their fault, it was my fault. They were both good women. They didn't deserve to have that sort of shit inflicted on them. Um, also, uh, I had involvements with women who were the wives of other men, and that's something looking back on my life that I regret because um, it caused pain and damage to other people's lives. At that time, I had zero empathy, and uh, it wasn't about love. It was about... Uh, narcissistic ego tripping, um, sexual adventures, nothing more than that. Yep. And it caused damage and pain to a lot of other people. And looking back now, I regret that. Well, what, maybe this is the past and he wouldn't do anything. So I just do myself. Uh, maybe he will change. And now we're married. Maybe I molded him, I'm not sure. It changed, so I'm very happy. How often do you see Peter now? How often? Yeah. We can't, because he doesn't have to Zoom. He doesn't have the uh, proper uh, electronic mode to see. He doesn't know how to use. So we can't. I think we, last month we saw each other for maybe three times. But we talk on the phone a few times a week. 
Mm-hmm. And my final question for you is, if you could describe Peter in one sentence, how would you describe him to other people? He's muscular. He's energetic. And even though um, he's, he, he speaks up for anyone, uh, for, for the weak, for the poor, and he loves my family so much. Yeah, and I, 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 I love him. So there's another person that absolutely loves Peter outside of himself, his wife Yonda. This is what's coming in the next episode of The Lambo Lawyer. Eventually, there are about four or five reef sharks circling me. And they weren't big, but if they'd taken a chunk out of the back of my leg, they would have severed a femoral artery and I would have bled out. In 2005, you're diagnosed with cancer. Yeah, prostate cancer. They found a small lesion on the prostate. Luckily, it was early stage, low grade. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.